forever. Dog. Sometimes the truth is hidden. This week on the pod, cast. <laughs> I've never shortened it before. Diana is blindfold. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast <laughs> that discusses why Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Kato. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And we are talking about Blindfold by Diane Ho. Yeah, we're feeling a little different tonight, I guess. We're feeling like a breeves. A breeze. Oh, I was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> Stupid ass, Kelly. Come on. <laughs> Come on. And I am feeling yawning. Mm. Mm, lots of yawning. So I apologize beforehand. That's what okay. happens when you stare at screens all day. Yeah, we are recording at a, di- you know, we're recording at night. Normally mm-hmm. we record in mm-hmm. the afternoon. On a weeknight. Yeah, we're on a weeknight right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently shaping my nails. So, I mean, that might, mm. what, what energy is that, right? What energy is that? And should that? be the energy exactly mm. if it if it gets too weird i'll, st- <laughs> I'll stop recording cash. yeah if it's too casual i'll stop recording it's a little cash <laughs> it's quite it's quite casual in, fa- in favor of shaping my nails yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and we can reschedule it <laughs> yeah we'll reschedule because it's just really not a good time um mm-hmm. i have to shape my nails <laughs> um that is a very funny excuse to tell someone very you don't oh wanna... i can't i have to shape my nails <laughs> um okay so this book blindfold blindfold diane ho kind of a weird my goodness there it is Whew. kind of a what kind of a weird and i said my goodness there it is the yawning uh, mm-hmm. kind of a weird title yeah because like it like, doesn't it really like doesn't go this is like the knife features heavily at the end in a goofy way but <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it is a little like the knife in that, like, it doesn't really give you a taste of book. It yeah. doesn't, it's not giving the book flavor. No, um, no. I mean, what would it be? What would be? a Okay, let's pitch. Okay. New titles. title. Uh, the courthouse. Yeah, the courthouse. Duh. That's like where everything happens, literally. I guess one thing happens in a car. Like, I get that it's also kind of a statement about like justice wearing a blindfold okay well then if we want to marry blindfold right let's Mm -hmm, marry that mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. right okay and because also it is about like what is justice and what is right because like she's part of this like weird like pure courthouse ah that is strange i imagine (laughs) based in like something true I'm a, I, I imagine it's based in someone's experience yeah Mine? but yeah so no. the main character is a part of a peer jury group that meets after school and decides on the punishments for fellow students like actual legit punishments for legit yeah um what's the word i'm looking for like offenses grieve- yeah offenses yeah you know it's uh it was. I was happy for our main character Maggie mm-hmm. when she was like, "This is dorky," because I was like, "Girl knows." I was also happy for her though when she was into it. Yeah, I, I like. Like, like I was like, she oh, had a lot of personality. She she, uh, wants to go into law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, "This is not for me. I am too cool for this." 
But like, I've got a knack for it. Well, because also she, and that's what you want in anybody having anything to do with the lies. Like, this is not what I want. Yeah, but I'm good yeah. at it. Exactly. You don't well, want a cop she who also, wants to be a cop. That's a bad person. No, no, that's bad. That's like a bully. Or a that, prosecutor like, who power. like loves prosecuting people. Mm. I mean, that like just like, take. W- just think do we about really that for want scout in charge? No. No, no, no. Scout sucks. Um. I, I don't did care like, that Scout wasn't the bad guy. <laughs> huh? I don't care that Scout wasn't the bad guy. <laughs> I did like that also um, that like these characters are flawed and that like I-, I like that like they are a little bit flip about the punishments they're like giving out to the other students. And like that's something that the main character has to learn, which is like, oh, this is actually a really big responsibility. And like we kind mm-hmm. of fucked up the- these people's lives. Um, so I felt like, I don't know. I liked the main character. Um, she was like really annoyingly stupid about, oh God, who did did she think it was? Well, well, she thought it was scout for a while. No, not scout. Um, when she was like really obsessed with it being the girl. Chantilly. Yeah. Yeah, That was garbage. I was like, I was like, no, it's not Chantilly. Chantilly's a dumb, dumb. Yeah. Chantilly's too stupid to be Chantilly's a thug. She's not a mastermind. Which, like, yes, I, I also liked that Chantilly was responsible for the strange doll. That was fun. They were <laughs> they were doing the pranks. It was just like a coincidence, which I liked. It was just that she had many enemies. <laughs> she did. <laughs> Do you want to read the back of the book? Sure. Okay, so the back of the book that Ooh, I have short. on Goodreads is quite short. short. Maggie doesn't know that there's a terrible secret buried in the basement and a cold-blooded killer nearby who's determined to keep it that way. There is a longer version on There's a on good one on Amazon. Kindle. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to read that one? Yeah. Yeah, that's much better. Yeah, it's like not just one sentence. The Kindle, the Condal one. Condal. Mm, Condal. Okay. For, wait. <laughs> Hold on. Let me just open my Kindle. Maybe it's in there. Is it in Kindle? I am. If you have it in front of you, I, I don't mind you reading okay. it. You read it. Okay. The old town courthouse holds a buried secret and someone will kill to protect it. Once the home of the most powerful family in Felicity, the old courthouse has become a gloomy wreck, an eyesore in the middle of this small country town. Although her mother leads the charge to restore and preserve this monument to the past, Maggie Keene would much rather it be torn down. Felicity is boring, and replacing the courthouse with something fun like a new rec center would go a long way toward making Maggie's last two years of high school less painful. What she doesn't know is that excitement is coming to Felicity, and the thrill might just kill her. After school one day, Maggie and her friends sneak into the bottom of the courthouse to explore the old jail cells, but their adventure goes wrong. Maggie gets locked inside the basement coal bin. When her friends get her out, the ceiling collapses and they barely escape. The walls of the time worn... (laughs) That's fine. Uh, I get it. You can't stand me reading it instead of you. (laughs) I'm and full of rage. I'm too sabotage me. I'm much I'm like so Lane. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh my god, I'm just like Lane. Okay. So sorry, so sorry, so sorry. Maggie gets locked in the blah, blah blah. The time-worn building contain evidence of a long-forgotten murder, and to protect his secret, the culprit will have to kill again. Mm. You know what did fool me about the, what I I was actually genuinely genuinely surprised about what? that the guy was dead. Oh, really? Yeah, I, knew I literally, you you knew? I didn't well, know. Well, when it was like, I have to cover up the thing I'm really 
ashamed, like truly ashamed of. Right. I was like, oh, you killed Dante and his skeleton is there buried. You're smarter than me. I truly was like, is it like papers? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, why doesn't she just break it? I was like, why doesn't she just break in and like get rid of the Get rid of the food and fire up the papers. Yeah. Um, I was like, shred them up. Okay, so I was a full-on idiot. I was literally like, I think I thought that I had many thoughts about um, who's the love interest that's not wit, 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 um, Whittier, Whittier. I thought Thomas Whittier was Aquinas Whittier. Oh my god, a, yeah, a, Aquinas, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, I think like it's probably Aquinas, but um, the Americanized pronunciation is probably Aquinas. Yeah. But um, I think it's for sure. Aquinas. Aquinas though but anyway I thought I had so many thoughts about him I was like he is the the boy <laughs> and then I was, the the uh uh, uh D- Damien Dante Dante my god they're both kind of like evil names right Dante yeah Dante Dante's Inferno Damien. Damien yeah they're both the associated with hell <laughs> <laughs> oh yes they're both associated with yeah. hell Dante's Inferno and Damien is an evil child. Is an evil child in the omen. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, great. Um, but I, 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 so at first I was like, he's he's like the boy come back to like, he, he feels bad and like the girl that we're in the first person of, because we like start the book in, in, the, in the past. Like I was like, oh, he feels bad and he's trying to stop her. But, um, and then I was like, maybe he's a cop. Like an undercover cop. (laughs) (laughs) But then we went to his house and met his family. And I was like, is the whole family in on it? I was like, "Mm." that's very funny. Uh, I like that the book, it started out and I was like, oh, the the person who killed. Because we go back and forth from third person omniscient Mm -hmm. to first person from the killer's perspective. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the original murder happened three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. And we are now dealing with the person like trying to cover it up by uh, their plan is to make sure they don't um, remodel the courthouse and instead tear it down. And here is where that is very stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, that body was going to get found either way, Lane. No matter what, Come on. Lane. You think if they tore not, it down, like, they're going to see it. They're going to be sifting through things. You should have just gone yeah. down there, gotten the body, reburied it in the woods. He would have been fine. Because literally, ser- seriously, Truly. because literally, it, all you have to do is like middle of the night, get the body. Like yeah, all of this could have like, been avoided. At that point, there are no prisoners staying there. Everything's been migrated to the new courthouse. Everyone's forgotten about Dante. No one's looking for him. No one's paying attention. There's no manhunt yeah. going on. Like you literally don't have to like Just do get all the of skeleton, this. Like, put it somewhere else. Demolition work. Yeah, like you don't oh have to my do God, any of the that. busiest villain. So busy, like literally, like stealing architectural plans, consulting them, finding out the weak spots of this old building, exploiting enacting, those weak spots. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then also like tailing people all the time, but then also going to school and being a regular teenager. Mm-hmm. I will say at least it turned out Lane was not also planting the threats. No, because that would have been too much. Too much. 
So good on Diane Ho for putting for delegating that to other characters. What was was Diane Ho? No, that was Richie, right? Yeah, our our, our original original busy villain is a that's a Richie. She was the one who was like collecting dead birds. Yeah, that was the librarian. Yes, yes. Oh, right, because she was like, I love your dad. Yeah, she was like, now that your dad is divorced. (laughs) <laughs> I need you out of the way. Otherwise, he won't date me. And it's like, I don't know. Did you like ask the man out? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this was pointless. Maybe he's not interested. I I will say I liked this book a lot, but and not to compare Richie Tankersley Cusick to, uh, to uh, Diane Ho. But and I know that all of the boys are usually like pretty problematic in Richie Tankersley Cusick. However... There is always chemistry. And here I felt none. Zip, zilch, nothing with wit. Yeah. I I don't know if it was just that I was like too much on red herring lookout to like ever be. But like, yeah, I was never in sexiness because there's sexiness with Richie. Yeah. Yeah. I was never... I was never into wit or Scout. Scout I found extremely annoying and needy and controlling complete fucking narc like, too just yeah very ugh, and terrible. like heavy heavy like uh controlling like possibly yeah. dangerous possibly like might hit you yeah because well, he was like very obsessive and like dragging her around and shit i was like scout stop don't do that yeah don't do that and then yeah. wit was just like i don't know empty to me he just had no nothing. personality the only thing about him was that he's rich. And looked like <laughs> JFK Jr. I really liked, okay, because this is where we kind of got some personality of our main character, which I thought was really funny. So she's like very in denial about a lot of things. Like she's like, her hands were not shaking while she was doing this and blah, blah, blah. And I thought this one part was so funny. So the moment that Wit shows up in class, well, I guess actually in that moment, there was a little bit of something, but it's dropped completely. So- Wit shows up and he's like, hey, I'm the new guy that's going to be doing this jury thing with you guys. Um, And it's going to be very shady circumstances, but no one will question it. And it'll actually be true. (laughs) Um, Hey, what's up? Uh, And then they're like kind of mean to each other. And she's kind of like irked by him. (laughs) And then one of the girls is staring and she's like, oh, my God, he looks just like JFK Jr. Or no, Robert Kennedy. Which one? Yeah. John F. JFK Jr. John F. Okay. John F. Kennedy Jr. Yeah. Okay, great. And I love when in Maggie's head, she's like, he does not look like JFK Jr. His hair is blonder. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was it. So I thought like, I liked that. I, I thought the she resemblance was silly. in the slightest. And I am yeah. not afraid of this doll. This doll cannot hurt me. <laughs> oh, my God. Fine. When she's terrified by the doll, but she's like, my hands aren't shaking. This doll isn't like, weird and looking like me. Normal. Because um, dolls <laughs> can't kill you. So <laughs> I am yeah. like, totally in control of this situation. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I thought that I was liked cute. that. Um, yeah, I liked Maggie a lot. <laughs> Me too. And it's rare that I have any feelings at all about a main character. So, indeed, that was cool. Indeed, and it's yeah, very indeed, rare that they're the most interesting character in the book. And she was. And she was. Yeah, and I liked her. It wasn't like she was like annoying. You know, no, she was, like, I, I was never like silly. It wasn't that like. She was spunky without me feeling like the author was constantly telling me she was spunky. She just had yeah, attitude. She just was. She just yeah had it. Yeah, it was show not tell. She just had that undeniable just what quality. She was. Um, oh, I was gonna say I liked, and then I got off on the tangent of like Lane should have just 
<laughs> reburied the body years later. Yeah. Um, yeah. When it starts off in in the murderer's head, I was like, oh, this mm. is a female character. And then yeah, I was I like, it. oh, no, maybe it's wit and it's male because like there was never anything so never specific about the ways in which Christy, the uh, first murdered, um, yeah. was like like past the murder murderer character by. It was just mm-hmm. like, oh, and then they were too, she was too cool to hang out with me as soon as she got into like hair and makeup and boys were interested in her. And it's like, oh yeah, that could be yeah. male or female. Yeah. So that was I was, was thinking well that done. too. I was like, because uh, I had that same exact feeling. I was like, oh, it's a girl. And then after a while, I was like, wait, because I, I was starting to suspect everybody. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Even though I did suspect Lane pretty early on when when they talk about how Lane used to be fun. I actually, I like thought beat. it was Lane right away. Until yeah. Lane fell down the well, and then that successfully yes. threw me off her scent. So Which she knew would happen. Yeah, because I knew because when she was like, "I used to be, I used to have a beat face." <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe like, that. when she's like, I, "I fell off the ugly tree and like hit every branch on the way down," and then she's like, "But now I'm hot," and she's like, "I don't like thinking about back then." I was like, <gasps> "It's Lane." Mm-hmm. But then it really exactly seemed like, like it you. was going to be Lane, and she fell down that well. Fucking tricked me. They tricked mm-hmm. me. And then, you know, it made sense when she's like, I knew I wasn't going to get hurt and I needed someone to fall down that well. So I just did it. And I was like, you know what? Good on you. And Lane is truly a sociopath. Yes. Truly. A sociopath who truly, is truly. also a murderer. Um, but like, because like does not feel <laughs> any kind of empathy is like so calculating. Yeah. Yeah. And like really only thinks of people as like possessions and like not as mm-hmm. people. And like, look, I'm um, not a mental health professional, but my understanding of a sociopath is what Lane is. So I'll just say that. Sure. We're gonna we're armchair psychologizing. Not, like not I'm not saying all sociopaths are murderers. I'm just saying this murderer happens to be a sociopath. <laughs> In fact, they're mm-hmm. not. A lot of murderers like too many feelings. And and a lot of sociopaths don't mm-hmm. murder. Probably most. Because they don't want to get arrested because mm-hmm. they were like, I don't think I'm going to get away Very with logical. it. So, yeah. Um, but, you know, some some are more risky, you mm-hmm. know, depends on how risk averse you are. Um, but, yeah, Lane is fully. Uh, no feelings about others. Fully no yeah. feelings about. Just like truly yeah. you got in my way. I'm very annoyed and need you. I'm out very of annoyed. Way. Yeah, exactly. You are a problem. You you need to no longer be one yeah. for me. So. <laughs> You're a problem. I'm a problem solver. Yeah, ex- exactly. Exactly. Um, I Okay, so they were pushing Helen for a little bit. And I was like, there's no way. I was like, because I was like, she's just like being so obvious. And she's like too stupid to to like have done it when they found her handkerchief in there. But she was acting pretty wily about it. Mm. When that whole handkerchief bit, mm-hmm. I was like confused by yeah i mean for a second i was like maybe it is her but yeah and i the moment that i i felt good about how quickly they settled it not being helen though oh yeah the second they like sleep over at each other's houses and laugh about it i was like okay we don't have to worry about that anymore (laughs) but i was like dang who is doing this to helen (laughs) because i was like helen is like such easy pickings i guess Cause she's just, you know, 
wrong place, wrong time, you know? I'm trying to think, trying to think whether I, I can't decide whether I was annoyed by Helen or liked Helen. I thought she was fine. She was like definitely coded lesbian, I think. Oh, you think? Or something like that. Pretty butchy. Huh. Yeah. Like oh, at the beginning yeah. when she's like, a, yeah, when they're like, wouldn't wear makeup and kept her hair short. <laughs> and like, uh, she's like, oh, I don't like, I don't, I don't know what I, cause all the girls are like, oh my God, let's let us like do your makeup. And she's like, oh, I don't want all that goop on my face. And then Maggie's like thinking about it. And she's like, you know, all the girls think that she's afraid of guys, but I don't think that's it. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, not blatantly for sure. But like, that means she must have been hurt by one. It's like, not necessarily. No. Mm. Because also she's never interested in any guys in the book. Mm-hmm. which is rare for one of these books. I feel like someone always has something going on with somebody. And then what was Alex's deal? Did you notice the moment that Maggie fell into Alex's arms? I was like, what's happening here? I truly don't know Alex's deal. <laughs> I like yeah. don't even really fully understand Alex's character. Alex was just sort of like no. whatever a scene needed him to be that another yeah, he character would sometimes have wasn't. information. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and he like, well, he was sometimes like slightly someone that we suspected because he was like my dad got fired by the courthouse and then he died and like, but I mean, it was never anything so much to like really be a red herring. Yeah. Um, but there was a moment, there was a moment we got so when she was trapped in the closet. Yeah, like so three much. pages so much worth of Alex's backstory for her to go, Oh yeah, I guess you don't like doctors. <laughs> yeah, very strange. But like the moment where she's so she gets locked in this closet, which we find out. So anything that's like a stupid prank was done by the people that like the group of enemies that Maggie has because she's the four person of this jury and they're like the people that she's sentenced or whatever. And so like being locked in the closet, that was one of them. So she gets locked in the closet and Alex like finds her and pulls her out and she falls into his arms. And then this was a moment where I was like, danger, danger, Scout, <laughs> because Scout shows up and she mm-hmm. like jumps out of Alex's arms. And I was like, none of us were worried about Alex. Yeah, truly. You know? Now you're making it seem like we should. Yeah. We're now worried about, I, I'm more worried about Alex's dead dad than Alex, you know? So, because uh, I was like, Scout, no way does Scout actually think that Alex is a threat. I'm more worried about Alex's dead dad. <laughs> How about him coming in and sweeping, swooping on Maggie? I'm more worried about Alex's cancer-ridden dead dad being a love interest for Maggie than Alex himself. That is then a live hard teenager Alex. Alex. Burn. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Look, I aim to eviscerate, you know. And you did it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, he was such a nothing character. We literally did know more about his dad than him. So his dad worked at the courthouse and, for yeah, twenty and years like, and and lost his health insurance and and mm-hmm. Alex held it against the courthouse. And yeah. also hated doctors and hated doctors because of that, and that's why he wouldn't go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you. But yeah, Alex is like was like whatever the book needed him to be at any given moment. Like, literally, he was sometimes just, like, a body. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they would be like, oh, and then Alex was in the other area. So, 
there was somebody over there <laughs> when they're trying to like triangulate where people are. It's like, like because a lot of times in this book, there is a lot of like lights turning off and then scary yes, things happening. Yeah. And so there is a lot of like, well, we just need somebody like in that east corner. So like Alex is like over there in the east corner so that she can be like, Alex, is that mm -hmm. you? you yeah. Know? She can like call out to people. <laughs> yeah. Is, is it this red herring at this given moment? <laughs> is this the red herring we're focused on right now? I actually really, really liked the story, that like backstory of the past of um, basically this girl well we don't know at the time but this girl is like 13 and her best friend is 13 and she, her best friend just blossoms way earlier than her so she starts getting attention and she doesn't like hanging out with the narrator character because then it shows that she's the same age as her like it ages her down to hang out with this very young looking which person. is like so so true that was to so life accurate. yes yes that yes. detail there is was like so much only a girl would know that <laughs> Yes, there were so many details that I was like, like shocked by how um, accurate and like true to life they were. So specifically that, like I was like, oh man, that is exactly the reason why. Because you're like, this girl like looks so young. Everyone's gonna think I'm a fucking baby if I hang out with her. Um, and the so so basically, they, they used to be a group of three friends and then it, be it became a group of two because Dante, who was 16, started dating this 13-year-old. like too big a difference. I personally think it's quite gross. I am totally on the side of his parents, except, yeah. except of course, the parental attitude is like, that girl is like a schemer when the attitude should actually be, that girl is 13 and cannot, yep. like does not have the maturity to be dating a 16-year-old. No, I totally agree. I was I like, was very grossed out by that difference. There's something like truly disgusting about thirteen and oh sixteen. Oh my god! To me, uh, have you caught up on the the second half of um, Pen Fifteen? <gasps> oh my! Oh I my cried god, so hard. Maya, I was dying for Maya. I cried I so like, hard for her in that no, moment. No, I can't believe this is happening. Oh, poor Maya. But I've been there, right? Like I, you've, I, I've been there. Like I, it's that just like felt it's so, so fucking, fucking real. random how how Anna ends up with just like a guy who's like random pretty kid. nice, yeah. but too old, and then Maya mm -hmm. ends up with the fucking sleaze ball too old guy who like immediately pushes her into a blowjob. It's so upsetting. Well, and there's that thing, right, of like, and it feels so real of before you know that you can say no about yeah, shit. Yeah, and it's also hard because like she is like awakening sexually and yeah. like thinks she is ready for that and does want that, but she just doesn't know because you don't know what you're yeah ready for at that young an age and, it's just heartbreaking well, and on top and of that right like cool you think and, well and like you're okay so you're having your like and sexual she awakening she's ugly. and she you're keeps like saying she's ugly and that it's freeing I and i was like oh no <laughs> <laughs> and like so she thinks she's like sexually awakened and but the thing is she doesn't know what sex is right like or what what it looks like or what it is to experience it. And so like, of course, when you have this older person telling you like, oh, well, it's this, like, this is the next th thing that we do. Um, which like, 
she doesn't know that she can have preferences. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like she doesn't know that she can have preferences without rejecting someone. Yeah. Like it's okay. It's You're okay not to hurting say, like, someone else's I just feelings. Make out. Yes. Yes. And it's okay to and 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 like saying like not right now or whatever doesn't mean mm -hmm. never and it doesn't mean i think you're gross but or like, whatever how is a 13 like 13 year old going to have the presence of mind to say that to a 16 year old oh yeah and, and the especially is so sneaky good yeah. because like really it's good all adults, really good but they all so fit it's yeah. just like the casting was so good yeah, it was really good. I was like, it was really good. Horrified. And we are, I am spoiling absolutely everything about the end of Pen 15, but I was like, it's been out for yeah. a while. I was like, <laughs> like, are they going to show Maya and Sam kiss? He's a child. What's happening? And then they did. <laughs> well, it's a double. Okay. I mean, I figured they did something, yeah, every but yeah. I was just like, ah! yeah. So and that's why <laughs> I know throughout every season, um if any any time that the girls are kissing someone it's always an extreme close-up of lips because it's a, a yes. man <laughs> because it cannot be a and child. and you know what i like actually if you notice pretty carefully like if you look carefully sometimes they just leave the five o'clock shadow of a man just to like just really be like guys this is an adult mm -hmm. man in this yeah, extreme like close-up like do not worry but you know what? And here's the other thing. And this is why the casting was is so good. And the actors, like the kid actors are so fucking good. Mm -hmm. Because like, obviously, like, I don't ship Maya Erskine and this actor. But I did really fucking ship the Absolutely. characters of like, he, he is so sweet. And he just like cares about her. Like, oh my God. I am sad that we're I not getting oh. more. I like, I so respect their decision not to continue. But I, because I wanted to see Maya come into like come into that relationship with Sam with like some more time and like because obviously they had to kind of like rush it when they decided not to keep making it um, right 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 because I was really but invested so in that story and we got so little Sam in the second half of season two yeah but that moment though that Sam moment so when much. when he's like when he's like uh, when she keeps listening to that fucking song because that guy is like, no, every time you hear this song, just smooth. think about how I'm dumping you. And then, so then she just yeah keeps listening to it. But then he, he just like knows like not to push her but just be there for her. And when he's like, how about like, every time you hear this song, you like think of this and then gives but, her like, like a good so memory about the song. Permission. It's like yes, such a contrast so to Daryl or whatever, or uh, Derek. Whatever the, the fuck that dickhead Bill was, Cot Camp. Yeah, it's the actor. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, so good, but yeah, really, really good. I mean, that show. I admire that show so much. It like really, they did such an excellent such job with job. it, and I think their acting is so fucking. So I good. forgot that they were not thirteen year olds. Like within two episodes. <laughs> Oh, completely, completely. And it's not an imitation of a 13-year-old. It's just being one. Um, like there's like, God, the acting is so good. Like the, the I think it's the final the scene. Many in things they get right about. One? About what? <laughs> oh, I was sorry. I was gonna, uh, I was <laughs> waiting for you to finish. Um, I, about like, oh, what, oh. How, like what a fucking mess you are at that age. Yes, 
Yes. Um, that that final scene that in I think season one where um the dad, oh God, the dad is so sad. Mm-hmm. Where the dad says to um fuck, what's the other character's name? Um Anna. Anna. When he says to Anna, like, oh, like you're gonna get to pick like who you wanna live with. <sighs> And she just like cries as they're driving like that. Oh, mm-hmm. I was like, but then also like, it's so fucking funny. And also like the idea of like learning about tragedy for the first time without personal identification. Like when yes. she finds out about the Holocaust, oh God, I was so like, funny. oh so my God. She's like, mom, are we Jewish at all? And then she's like, okay, are we Nazis? Like, am I involved? <laughs> like, did I discover a family secret? Like, just tell me how I can make this about me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly it's still that like the empathy is through the lens of main character syndrome which is so accurate to being you know 13 or whatever and then that becca like continually oh my god. thinking about her bat mitzvah <laughs> oh my god so oh my oh it, god like, it was exactly mom, oh. somebody i went to college with where it was like we were in we were in our like uh, it's some kind of like theater history i forget the exact name of it but it was like theater history of the world just like um from the beginning of human history and mm. talking about how like theater started out based in rituals and how like we you know have so many rituals today and he's like 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 hey say some rituals that you do every day and somebody's like i'm brushing your teeth and this girl mm. raises her hand she's like well yom kippur is coming up and that's sort of a ritual and i was like sort of a ritual <laughs> it's like definitely girl you know that's a ritual <laughs> that's sort of a, a fully ritual. religious ritual uh, but it like really reminded me of that moment <laughs> yeah yeah because there still is a like it, it, there, there is this need to like center the self mm-hmm. in 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 any of that um which is really funny at that age and on social also media. and on social media it, it also yeah, it's so adult. funny huh as an adult <laughs> yes yes <laughs> um also it's it's quite uh oh the other like really heartbreaking part i know like this is like now a pen 15 podcast but um when she like begs her parents to let her get the 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 present for her yeah her mitzvah and then she's just like oh i have like tons of these like just the the difference that there was between like upper middle class and lower middle class like when Mm -hmm. she finds out that they're poor like she her brother's so oh my god and then her brother like Mm -hmm. like hanging out with her i don't know i just i love that show Mm -hmm. and i get it i get it you know live your life how you gotta live it um i respect it and i did like how it ended but like in a perfect world i'd have more yeah (laughs) perfect world um, at least one more season yeah but like i cannot um, imagine like writing starring in sometimes directing, directing and starring yeah. and also uh losing your dad and yeah um, and both of them were pregnant so they're like both <laughs> yeah and either that or they both recently gave birth but you know uh covid and covid on top of all that i mean on top of all like i would not want to do that again during covid especially no no, 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 no. Um, oh, you know what? Okay, so kind of going back to how real Maggie felt, this was another thing that I liked too. Like, okay, th- she just felt so real, you know, like her little thoughts and whatever. Like, okay, so um, Scout is like, 
being an asshole to her. And he's like, oh, sorry, I'm like being such a douchebag to you because like I've been under a lot of stress lately. And I'm just going to read this part because it was it was very cute. Maggie hated that expression under a lot of stress. People used it all the time to excuse rotten behavior and bad manners. Who wasn't under stress? Life was stressful, period. Since when was that a good excuse for acting like a jerk? When she was feeling stressed out, she ate chocolate donuts. The only damage that caused was to her waistline. It didn't hurt anybody else, which I thought was like... I really, really loved that that section too. Yeah. Because it so perfectly like called him out. Yeah, yeah. Because guess what, Scout? Maggie's literally being targeted by a murderer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah and i like that she's like i just eat chocolate donuts like and he's like trying to excuse him being a possessive not even boyfriend by stress no i know and i also liked i liked that too where she was like i don't really want to be his girlfriend oh and when she was like you're treating me like i'm property like i'm not yours because he was like i don't share and she was like see this is why i don't want to date you yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Which I like. I like that she just like really stood up for herself in that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then this part, I also took a picture of this because it was really cute. She's just she is spunky without being without it capital being S like, spunky. Yeah, without it, it's showing and not telling her. Yeah. So she's going to visit headstrong her friend. And, yeah. Yeah. So she's going to visit her friend Helen at the hospital, and he's being she's being like, um, oh no no no, I'm sorry, at the police station, and um. So she gets there and the deputy's there and he's like, he's like, she, you can't, she's not to be disturbed. And mm-hmm. she's like, okay, well, it's not disturbing her. I'm her friend. And he's like, um, the deputy stood up smoothing her. Oh, it's a woman. Uh, this deputy stood up smoothing her tan slacks. You got a mouth on you, don't you? No visitors, period. Run along now. Your little friend's just fine. <laughs> and then Maggie's like, my friend is five feet, eight inches tall. Maggie snapped, at least three inches taller than you. And then she stomps <laughs> out. <laughs> She's so cute. I thought that was very cute. Boring I was like, height. <laughs> yeah, my little friend is five foot eight. <laughs> also like very like teenage, like, well, that like I'm going to use exactly your words against you. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. My little friend, um, she's five foot eight, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's like not at all. It's like, okay, <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know she walked out of that being like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Got her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I I really liked uh Maggie. Um and oh, I also okay. So a lot happens to Maggie in this book because mm-hmm. she gets like blown up. <laughs> like, she gets first locked in a coal locker. Uh-huh. Um, a ceiling caves in on her mm-hmm. and her friends. Uh, she gets blown up in a gas leak mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and like wood shards shoot through her cheek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. What else happens to Maggie? Uh, she oh, uh, something yeah. happens to her, her arm, like it, like oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. the arm thing is first. That, yeah, that happens in the the ceiling, the the beam getting yeah. knocked off, and the ceiling but caving it, in. She has to get stitches, and then those get popped open <laughs> in her getting blown up, and she receives a cut up gavel. <laughs> One of these things is not like the One other. Of these not, I'm just I'm just going through the list of of. Things and threats. Um, she gets like a scary doll. She gets a scary doll with a blindfold. 
uh, and a noose mm-hmm. around its neck. Uh, what is the other dumb thing that she? Oh, she gets like James bopped do? around on a ladder. Oh, she gets she gets from... jostled on a ladder by Lane. Mm-hmm. But what's the third oh. thing that James and Chantilly do to try to like prank her, prank scare her into? Oh, well, they like literally assault her at one point. Like they do attack her. Oh, yeah, they do push her around. But that there was some like third pranky thing. Um, I cannot recall. I can't either. Obviously. But I thought there was well, like some goofy third thing. Um, I don't recall there being a third thing. What else happened? She does not fall down the well. That's Lane. Mm-hmm. She isn't she like up on a thing? Oh, that's at the end. Is she, Lane is going to make oh, her yeah. walk the plank blindfolded? There we off, go. Just off a high thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? She's not in a car. It run off the road. Is she? No, no, no that's, that's just the James and Chantilly. Yeah, mm-hmm. Chantilly lace. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, she has to go to that like really awkward rich person party at Piccadilly. She has to go to a really awkward rich person party. Yeah. And I mean, while she's there, she has a very, very awkward moment with Wit because now here's where I, she took too much of the blame for that because. I agree. Wit was being weird. Wit was being weird. He was being so Mm -hmm. weird. I mean, he does apologize Mm -hmm. later, but she shouldn't have apologized at all. I don't think. Well. I guess she pushed him. Yes, but no. Yeah. It's like, well, once he explained, like, look, I we had like just met and I didn't really want to talk about my dead and like my dead crushed of murdered friend. Yeah. That should have been enough for her. Yeah. But she was but, like, Why didn't you tell me the truth, Wit? But what instead it- he has like a really bad reaction about it and is like really sullen. I will say I don't know why. The mom and the friend are talking about that at that time. It's very convenient. Yes. Especially since they were not present for that conversation. I'm like, well, what reminded you exactly. all of this? Exactly. Because they have no and reason why are, to. And who is this woman who like you have just met and you are now like telling all of this to? Yeah. And like, like there's no. Yes, I thought that was weird. Yeah. They, there's no reason for them to to even bring it up because like. According to them, like for what they know, this hasn't been relevant for three years. So why? This is what that we should have had one sentence by the mom's friend being like, oh, it's been three years since I've seen you. We have so much to catch up on. Oh, speaking of. Or just, yeah, some kind of prompt (laughs) as to why the mom is suddenly also talking about Dante and I just don't feel like she has no reason to be talking about it. Yeah, it just especially feels with a friend a at a party. A little convenient. Yeah, but fine. If that's the worst, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if that's I'll the most convenient you. thing, then fine. Yeah, if that happens in the book. It's fine. Agreed. I uh, think this book could have been shorter. It was a bit long. I liked the beginning of it better than the end. Um, it was just like it felt a little padded, full of stuff. Hmm. That didn't really feel like it was moving anything along so much as like very purposely slowing it down and keeping it from being like more thrilling. Oh, can I give an example? Yes. Okay. When she finds the skeleton Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. the courthouse. So then we cut to 
So she screams. Mm-hmm. And then we cut to her being like, ugh, <laughs> a skeleton. <laughs> and then they're like, don't you want to know who it is? And she's like, I don't even want to think about it. So then we don't know who the fuck the skeleton is for like another 10 pages. And I was like, why are we? Yeah, it's like, why? Just tell and, us it, who Little it is. things like that throughout yeah. that just yeah. add it like, this book is 276 pages. Most books we read like this are yeah, like 145. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, and so I, for that reason, was not enjoying this one at much as much because it felt, it's like, it's still very much one of these books, mm-hmm. but like padded and keeping me from like very purposely not getting to the thing that I have already figured out. Yeah, yeah. Which is extremely frustrating for a reader. Yeah. When you are- You're so ahead of the protagonist. Yeah, Yeah. when you're drawing out what the audience already knows. And I mean like truly not me figuring it out. I mean because we know that Dante didn't kill his girlfriend. We know things because we've been in the murderer's mind. Yeah. We already know certain things. So to have- so to pad how long it takes Maggie to find out about these certain things is frustrating. Well, and so we know she's long. smart. That's my main criticism of the book. Too long. Yeah, it is too long. And you know what's funny? Usually we're like, you know what? A plus, it's short. But yeah, and well, exactly. Yeah, it's not a plus because it's, it's not, not short. It's, it's like literally the opposite. So it, it this could have been a real banger if yeah. it had been shorter. I think, I think so. I and and that's why I liked the beginning of the book more than the end because like mm-hmm. obviously the book it just gets more and more so that you're like okay I know yeah because at the beginning obviously there's not a lot of like let's buy time it's just kind of like spending time with the characters and whatever but then mm-hmm. once the the plot starts to unfurl it's kind of like okay well why aren't we just getting there following it? yeah instead of just like. I can't think about who the skeleton could be. I don't even want to think of it as a person. <sighs> like I have this other, th- I have peer group to get to. I oh my God. I did not care about peer group anymore after. Chantilly and James more. And we have to like pad out Chantilly and James being a threat and the sheriff looking for things. And it was just like, no, <laughs> like just trim the fat here. And I think we've got a real good entry. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. 276 pages for one of these? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. A little too 200. Long, 200 would have been. Max. Yeah. Max. Max 200. I think I would have been happiest 160. Oh, that would have well, been quite a book right there. 160 would have been a fucking clip. Yeah, a zip and a bip of a book. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, gi- I'll give it even 185. Mm. 185. Mm. Nice. Look, I just gave you an. Ex- I gave you twenty more pages than Kelly. Yeah, you're. What are you going to do? You're with feeling those pages? benevolent today. I'm feeling very benevolent. <laughs> well, because it's real hard to cut a book down by that much. Oh God! I mean, here I'll tell you a job I don't want: cutting down this book to one sixty. Yeah, no, thank oh. you. Mm, I don't want to do that. You do it, Diane. <laughs> Diane, you do. That was your job. You know, she grew up in your Warren, editor. Pennsylvania. You did know that. You did because it says. <laughs> I know that the way you know that. Okay, great. Um, I okay, did know that because she's my mom. Can I tell you, <laughs> Diane, mommy? Can I can I give you? Uh, can I read some of the re- reviews to you? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this person says, "Hmm, 
So far, I don't know. The scares are not scary. I don't care about a building. (laughs) (laughs) I don't care about a building. (laughs) That is so good. A really. That is a five star review. That is a, yeah, I give that three star review a five star review. Star re- I, yeah, yeah, I give that three star review five stars. I, fantastic. I don't care about a building. <laughs> I don't care about a building. <laughs> Who is this person? I'm going to click on them. Agree. Julie Ian Curtis. Okay, I'm going to see what else they, they like. I, I love this person. I don't care. Oh, I have to sign in to learn more about them? Mm. Whoa. Okay, do you want to know mm. what? Okay, this person, Julie Ian Curtis. Ready? They have yes. a book as their. Profile picture. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. can you guess what it is? It's a book that we have covered. <gasps> really? Um, the cat, or sorry, just cat. No. Oh, okay. I don't know. Petals on the wind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's our brand. That's our. That's that's our uh, audience. Yeah, I need to figure out. That. I I need to log into Goodreads and stalk this person because what a hilarious. <laughs> I don't care about a building. I don't care about a building. Uh, and I, I will say, okay, the rest of their, I don't, okay. I don't care about a building. <laughs> they also say points for a main character named Scout, though. On reflection, a disappointment. Not as good as Prom Date or The Silent Scream. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I like, I like the on reflection. Yeah, on reflection, <laughs> on a disappointment. Reflection. You know what? I thought about it. A disappointment. <laughs> I like, yeah, you're writing a review. Yeah. I expected that. I would expect, I expect it to be on reflection. That you reflected. <laughs> I like that they, they came here and they're like, maybe we're on the verge of giving it a good review. I, you and know then, what else I really, uh, you know what, yeah. on reflection? Uh, yeah. A disappointment. I don't care about you know, building. You know what I like about this review as well uh, is that it's like they don't know that they can like just press backspace. So they're just like, word vomiting it out because you could just say <laughs> like it was a disappointment but they're yeah. like hmm, now that i'm like everything that's happening exactly. in their brain that's what's so funny it's like is mm, on the page on reflection yeah. mm. i feel like i'm really in it with them okay i'm i'm clicking on them now on my phone because i'm logged into goodreads to to see what this person's deal is and see what books they like i mean we know they like pedal on the wind petals on the wind mm-hmm. um i have bid on ebay on the first four romances of the Fenwick women by Catherine Kimbrose. Those wow. gothic romances. I like retweeted somebody tweeting about them on Twitter. Oh my God. There are those books where it's like Augusta the first, Jane the whatever, Margaret uh-huh. the faithful, Patricia the beautiful. Somebody just said, tag yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yes, and yes. There are yes. like 47 of them. Um, so okay, I, I so was I'm- like, I have to have these books. <laughs> I am looking at this person's thing. I think we would like love this person. Okay. Because Uh literally, this is their groups that they're in. Ready? Okay. Obsession, Christopher Pike. Love it. VC Andrews. Yep. And then this one, I actually don't know about this these books. So maybe yes, maybe no. It says Generation Dead Group. I'm familiar. The book Generation Dead and or Kiss of Life. Uh they this group was active. Nine years ago. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Generation Um, Dead. But here I want to see. Okay. Okay. So there are bookshelves. Do you want to hear what some some of the 
their top bookshelves that I think are good? Yes. Okay. Font too small. (laughs) 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 There's 31 books in that bookshelf. Font too small. Uh, and then just what's some this other person's ones. name uh julie ian curtis i really do like this listen? person i Does i hope so julie ian curtis listen if you to do podcast? you if should you, do, you have to reach out you're a fucking icon come on i want to see like their <laughs> you're now their a reviews. icon see all 46 bookshelves wow i mean come on i feel like we have so much in common with them this is like a mm-hmm. misconnection we should do like a craigslist thing yes. for them Misconnection. You <laughs> wrote the most perfect review of the book Blindfold by Diane Ho. Uh, how many years ago? Oh, in 2014. <laughs> me. Okay, so this person ahead of us. Yeah, me, a uh, host of podcasting groups. <laughs> Although actually not so far. That was only two years before the podcast started. Mm. Isn't that weird to think about? That is weird to think about, Lindsay. Isn't that a strange thought? <laughs> <laughs> to have <laughs> how 2014 was a mere two years before you and i did this podcast oh my god it seems like so much longer it does it's you know what it's really weird that like sometimes time feels like a long time but sometimes it doesn't it just depends on how you frame it <laughs> sometimes time sounds very long sometimes if you frame it differently it sounds shorter Sometimes if you frame it differently, it feels differently. It feels differently. <laughs> differences um, make differences. Differences make differences. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. This book, is, I don't know. If you have time, read it, but it's I don't like, think it's a must read. It's, it's fine. It, it's fun. It, it's strange. My feelings about it are strange because it's like it's well <laughs> written, but I don't, but also maybe skippable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's blindfold. And that's blindfold. Derp a derp a derp boop. That classic. I've been and listen. I've been sting. experimenting with um, derp, verbal derp, music. Derp, derp. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you everybody for listening. Next week we are reading. Oh, and also we both had to buy this one because one of you yeah. jerks checked it out on open library multiple because two people can read it at the same time Uh, if they do hourly so that means two of you guys uh, and also when i check you're cucking us (laughs) stop cucking us on open library um yeah because we released zodiac chillers rage of aquarius before recording we were not we did not have our typical bumper our like cushion yeah time cushion so you guys got to it before we could but that will not be the case this time and so i will again say what next week's book is uh it is taking forever to load it is switched by rothstein great thank you because you know what i opened to try and look at it (laughs) what google maps (laughs) (laughs) Mm, where is it i cannot Paris? <laughs> Paris? <laughs> Gay Paris by R.L. Stein. Yes, we are reading Another Fear Street. We're reading Switched by R.L. Stein. Um, mm. Yep. So that's what we're reading next week. Next week. Thank you all so very much for listening. Thank you to our uh, Patreon supporters. If you would like to become one, you can go to patreon.com slash teen creeps. We have different levels and lots of extra content. 
A special shout out to our Patreon producers. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez, Adam Howitz, Amanda Kay, Amanda Nangle, Amy T, Ann Dwyer, Ashley Fritz, Ryan Petty II, Caitlin L, Claire Moore, Carl, Courtney McPhail, Danielle Lamana, Danny B, Drew Waranis, Emma, Aaron B, Gabriela Santiago, Gianna Fernandez, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Jason H, Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicich, Jessica Smith Harper, Jessica Yu, Jonathan Venable, Sersha Descaro, Karen Lewis, Kat Miller, Katie Lilly, Katie Olsner, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Kodiak Siegel, Landry Desmond, Larry Nguyen, Laura Hooper, Max B, Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly G, Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Rachel Bessert, Randy Clutt, Rebecca Goss, Ro Kalahua, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Sylvie T, Tristan Buckner, Victoria Beck, Victoria Gray, and Victoria Valdez. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you to our two new Patreon producers. Welcome. Welcome. Your generosity is much appreciated. It is. Um, and if you'd like to help out the podcast uh, non-monetarily, you can leave us a review, a rating or a review wherever you listen, or you can just tell a friend about us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, go watch Pen15. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.